The Giants Auto Podcast is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. All right, who wants to cover some wide receivers? It's cornerback day on the Giants huddle podcast. I am John Schmelk. Thank you so much for being with us. Today, we talk about the Giants cornerbacks. Adoree Jackson, new arrival, Amani Oruwariwe. We have Darnay Holmes, Cordell Flott, Aaron Robinson coming back from injury, Deontay Banks, will be our final one, and before him we'll have fellow rookie Trey Hawkins. So make sure you stay to the end to hear Deontay Banks. And, you know, man, a few words, but I think he, he opened up a little bit, and we kind of had a fun conversation, joked around, had some laughs, and we had a good time with him. Different type of personality. I think he's a guy that is really going to be into the football here and not let everything else kind of suck him in to, you know, some of the off-the-field stuff. I think he'll be a great addition and going to be a really good player for the New York football Giants. All right. So let's lead off with Adoree Jackson, the Giants' vet and leader. He kind of sets the stage here, and then we'll end with, again, the Giants' first-round pick, Deontay Banks. Here's my interview with Adoree Jackson. And now we're joined by Giants cornerback Adoree Jackson. Adoree, good to see you, man. Good to see you always. All right, so you were rolling last year, and then the Nate. Right. How was tough was it to kind of fight through that? Teams in a playoff run, I'm sure you were trying to get back as quickly as you can, but right. you don't want to get back too early, and then either you're not yourself or right. you re-injure it. Um, I think that's one of the, the things that you look at, just understanding your body. Um, thankful that we were able to be in a position where we were 7-2, and two, um, which gave me a little a little wiggle room to be able to get my knee back um, to the best of its ability, 100% to go out there and play and compete at a high level. And, um, you know, I just always want to give credit, you know, not just only to the, the trainers in there, you know, I call them my PFAT guys, um, but <laughs> – also, the players, man, for going out there competing. And even though it seemed like things were looking downhill, found a way to just win one and to get up to playoffs. Yeah. And um, so, it's a, you know, thank God um, for being able to get me back out there healthy and letting the circumstances play out the way they played. But the trainers, my teammates, um, for, you know, even when things were looking rough, they still had a positive attitude, smile on their face, coming to work, competing. And when you see that, only thing you want to do is just get better yourself so you can go out there and play, you know, for the one next to you. So, um, yeah, big shout-out to, to those. I want to get your veteran perspective on something because as someone that's followed and studied this game for a long time, the quickest way for a defensive season to, to go to hell, to be quite frankly with you, is for a bunch of cornerbacks to get hurt mm -hmm. and teams are throwing the ball over the place. You guys had to bring it and play so many different corners last year. Right. Yet that never happened. What is it about the room or maybe the way Jerome Henderson teaches you guys, the way Wink's defense is set up? How are you guys able to do that with so many different bodies coming in and out? I think it's about holding each other accountable. Uh, we talk about Rome always says just because one person goes out, the level of play shouldn't go down. Same, same as Wink. Uh, you go out there, it doesn't matter. It's like plug and play. Um, and when you have a room that we have, you know, with, with Rome being in there, playing in the league, um, coaching this league a while, giving us different analogies, different stories, different tidbits to be able to pick his brain, to understand and help us play the game, I think it helps out a lot. And then just the guys that we have want to hold each other accountable, build a relationship. So if something is going on, you can say, hey, come on, tighten up. Or, you know, let's lock in, let's get it together. And it's not coming from a bad or a malicious spot. You understand, like, oh, that's my brother. Let me just do my 111 out there and I'll be okay. So I think when everybody has that same mentality, that same attitude, and you have a great coach, what great coaches and, and Jerome and Wink to be able to help you and, and Mike, uh, man, I, I feel like those those three 
um, being in our corner, being in our ear, um, being positive, never beating you down, never just always positive. And I say I can appreciate that uh, the most about them, regardless of what's going on. You got your guys next to you, and we service the room as you as you speak. So it's not like the coaches don't have to say anything. They can just give you that look. Or like when you was a kid, you going somewhere, you get that look like, okay, yeah, I know I'm tripping. I, I need to lock in and get it together. So I think that's how our room operates. And, you know, a big shout-out to Ron, Mike, and Wink. And, and Mike Trier is the, who you're talking about. Yeah, He's yeah, Mike Trier, yes. Coach for the, for the fans that might not know. Great, great guy, great coach. The other thing I want to ask you about, it seems like when people think of Wings defense, they're like, all right, blitz man-to-man equals nuts, crazy blitzes, all this guys roll all over the place. But I think it's a little underrated how much he focuses on technique with you guys mm-hmm. where you play exactly the right technique based on what scheme you're in, knowing where right. your help is. And I think that does mitigate some of the issues I kind of asked you about in the first question, right, where if you know where the defense is vulnerable and you know where you need to be and you just play that technique properly, right. the really bad stuff is probably not going to happen, right? Exactly. It's more of a, a mental thing. Everybody, like you said, is man, bliss, but it's all a mental aspect. Like if you know that's what's going to happen and you're out there, you know it, you just gonna go out there and play it, and then it, despite you know going out there and, and not knowing like oh dang they're playing man, or you just out there like oh we usually play zone now we gotta play man on this play. So for us it's like okay we're always playing this playing that, and then mentally you get your mind wrapped into it. Mentally you get together. Mentally you think like man I've been in this situation a thousand times at practice, and I feel like that practice builds that callus. So when you get in the game everything goes smoother. So and just like knowing your leverage, right? Like simple things like that. Yeah, it's always understanding what is the weakness of this, I don't want to say defense, but what is the weakness of of what's going on right now? Look, Where can they exploit you? Every scheme exactly. can be beat, yeah. right? It's just a matter of playing it so that that doesn't happen. Yeah, understanding your job and your brother's job. That's what I'm saying. I say do your 111, but you knowing your brother's going to do his so you don't have to overcompensate. Oh, compensate. You just do your job. You do your job. Everything else going to play out the way it should. So give me the vet outlook on uh, Deontay Banks, your young rookie first-round pick that you're in the room with. Uh, I like Banks. He is... Uh, a humble, a humble guy, uh, a great head on his shoulders, um, talking to him, speaking with him, um, very open, very vocal, but a respectable, respectable guy. Um, you can see the confidence in there, but you can also see the, the, the humbleness that is needed to not just be in the league, but to keep striving and to do great things. So I'm um, seeing that regardless of, I don't even care what he do, does on the field, just right. seeing those tangibles of his head is on straight, he's respectable. Um, it seems like he knows what it takes to to mesh and be in a room and to thrive, and that's, you can appreciate that. You also had a lot of moving pieces at inside linebacker last year, mm-hmm. middle of your defense, right? Guys coming in and out, a lot of new faces. Now you got Bobby Okereke here, right? Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's done it for a long time. He's fast as hell. How does having a, a constant force in there that you know what you're going to get out of him and he's done it for a while, how does that help the defense as a whole? It's great. Um, you build those those conversations. You build that rapport on each other, you know, hanging out with him. Um, I think that's the, the biggest thing of, you know, you can be a, a great player on the field, but you need to be a, a great teammate, and that's what we hone in, hold into, as you see. You talk about a lot of changing pieces where we are is that corner, safety, or whatever it may be. They just in, inter, yeah. interchange. But at the same time, building that relationship with those guys and understanding each other um, makes you go out there and play fast and play for each other. But, you know, having Bobby is, is, is a great a great addition, a great piece. You know, being a Pac-12 guy, I'm a little biased, so I, I respect <laughs> this game. Um, so it's nice having him. Final question, two-part question. Where is the next step for you in this defense in this, as an individual, and what's the next step for this defense as a group kind of being together for that second straight year? Uh, I think for me individually is to just up the level of play, um, to continue to grow, to continue to get better, 
um, to continue to learn, um, trying to put out the best version of me. Um, each time that I step, not on the game field, but at practice in the weight room, just give my my two percent, you know, trying to be better. And uh, I think for this defense, it's the same thing. I understand that, like we know what we did last year, but can't really harp too much in the in the past. That, that's your ego. Um, don't want to get too far into the future, you know. Now you over anxious, and so to be right here in the moment, be present, understanding, like okay, you can change the narrative by what you do. Um, out there on the field. And I feel like if we all have that mindset of just trying to get 1%, 2% better, be better than last year, be better than yesterday, be better than three hours ago, whatever it may be, not just in the football, on the football field, in the weight room, in the classroom, you know, those three areas, just trying to improve and play for each other and, and enjoy the game, have fun, and not take it for granted. I think that's the next step. And you guys got some quarterbacks on the schedule this year too, man. Yeah, like, we got yeah. some guys. We got some teams we playing. That's the that's the that's the fun part uh, about it. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. You know, seeing the schedule when it, it comes out, you, there's some you names get, on there. You man. get to see who you you go against, and it's all about I don't know accepting the challenge um, and not not running away from it, not shying away from it, but embracing it. It's, you know, it's just like I, I feel like us as the defense, we're like the villains of of the movies, and it wouldn't be a movie without them. So um, that's why it's always it's exciting. Adore, good stuff. Best of luck. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. And now we're joined by a Giants cornerback, Amani Overwarrior. Right? Yes, got it. Perfect. Yes, I was working go. on it. Thank you. you. Talk about it. You decided to come to the Giants this year. Why was this a good fit for you? Uh, I think this is a team, a, a good young team, going in the right direction. Obviously, uh, with this coaching staff taking over last year, um, I think they they shifted the culture and they they they've started to drive the bus in the right direction. And um, I think I wanted to be a part of that. I think I saw opportunity. Uh, at the corner position to come, come contribute. And I felt like uh, this would be a good place, um, great market, great team, and uh, felt like the right fit. We do a lot of draft work on our production side here. I remember scouting you coming out, and I said, boy, this guy would be great in a, in a press man system. Was that part of it too, knowing the way Wink wants to play on defense that you Absolutely. think you can really fit in? No, 100%. And, and knowing that it's, it's intentional, it's, uh, that's what he does. He's known for that. Um, and I feel like, um, like you said, I feel like I could fit right in with that and, and, and make some plays in this defense. Now, you, you came in and, and you played very early in your career, and then you didn't have the starting job anymore. How yeah. were you able to kind of process that mentally and, and fight through it to kind of keep going? Because I know that can sometimes, you know, get in guys' heads a little bit sometimes. Yeah, no, it was tough. It definitely was tough. Um, you know, they, they, they made that decision. Um, and, you know, I kind of just had to go back to work, just keep working, working on my craft, working on, like you said, the mental side of it and making sure I was, uh, you know, helping being being the, I, I still was the one of the older guys in the room. So uh, helping those young guys out when they had to go out there and, and play in those big games. Uh, so just getting myself right and uh, preparing myself for this year. For fans that maybe didn't watch you in Detroit, what can you tell Giant fans about how you play and what you bring to the game? Yeah, man. I feel like I'm a, a a confident corner. I feel like I'm a corner that doesn't back down. Uh, I want to show up in the big moments, make the big plays. I feel like I've done that in this league, and uh, I just want to continue to do that here. What do you think about the cornerback group you have in that room? A lot of talent. A lot of talent top to bottom. Um, a lot of diversity. Guys all from all over, different stories, backgrounds, but um, that's the beauty of it all coming together to try to uh, get one thing accomplished, and that's you know win a Super Bowl. Now, unfortunately for you, you have been around a bunch of different DB coaches, right, and secondary coaches. Yes, sir. What is a little bit different about how Wink and Jerome teach what they want you guys to do? Uh, I mean, it's there's differences without um, throughout the league and with any DB coach, defense coordinator relationship. Um, they just bring their own kind of unique uh, way to the game. Obviously, it's it's Wink's system, so um, Jerome kind of has understood that and like likes how 
uh, has learned how Wink wants stuff done, and so he's reiterated that to us. And uh, we just we just adapt, um, listen, learn. Um, they got a lot of knowledge to give us, and and just go out there and put our best foot forward. Now, I don't mean this in a mean way, but they don't make your guys' job easy. Like it's a lot of you know, you're not going to have safety help on this play. Mm-hmm. You, you got to go cover. Yeah. Do you do you like that? Do you embrace that? Yeah, man. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you're going to be in some of these close games, so. Uh, you pick your poison. You want to sit back and, and be out there all day, or you can go after them, buckle down, and and kind of make some plays in that uh, in that defense. And I think uh, if you do it right, and everyone's uh, all eleven are playing together, it can it can work out really well. Finally, the fans watching you, and they're thinking, "Boy, he played that exactly the way it's supposed to be." What what are some of the most important technique things a cornerback needs to execute properly to be good in this type of press man scheme? Technique, uh, I think just knowing situationally how you need to play everything. Um, you can like be, leverage like, things like exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Different leverage, different, like you said, situation, knowing first, second down versus third down, uh, distance, um, you know, how this player fits into that offense specifically, um, how, what the coordinator thinks. Um, and just learning, if you learn the defense and how it's supposed to be structured and then fit it in against whoever you're playing, I think uh, it's really beneficial. Amani, good stuff, man. We appreciate the time. Yes, sir. Thank you. The Giants Huddle is brought to you by Citizens, the official bank of the New York Giants. From game day to every day, Citizens is made ready for Giants fans with insights, guidance, and solutions. Learn more at citizensbank.com. You're ready for a change. Payday comes early with Citizens, so go to that retreat. New you moves to the country. Now you're raising goats and launching a lifestyle brand. Are you ready for all that life brings? All right, and now we're joined by Giants cornerback, Darnay Holmes. Darnay, how's it going, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Can't complain about nothing that's going on at all. So what's your focus been this offseason? When you went into the shop after last year, where yeah. was Darnay Holmes trying to get better? Uh, truthfully, the things that was hindering my game and hindering the defense with penalties, uh, I feel like the the experience I was able to grasp last year, I got to give it, give it up to uh, the coaching staff and let me be out there to experience those plays because uh, a lot of people don't understand that I never played nickel until I got to the NFL. Yeah. You feel me? So mm-hmm. understanding that you got to be able to guard from side and sideline, that's something that I never was scared of. Two-way go, right? Exactly. It's tough. Exactly. That's something that I was never uh, shying away from. But being able to understand that it's a passing lead, uh, it's a lead where anything that's stopping a receiver from getting to his route is it's a flag. So understanding and reflecting on who I was as a DB from high school to where I was at now, I always had a, a niche of not having my hands ready to go. So right. when things were getting uh, frantic at the top of the route, it was natural for me to grab. So uh, that was the biggest thing for me this offseason was figuring out the why behind things. At the end of the day, there's a reason behind everything that's going on in your life. You feel me? So I'm like, All right, what's the reason behind that? And once I figured out the reason, you know, I feel like I've definitely been uh, sharpening those tools up. Knowing you're n- really not allowed to touch anyone yeah. without any contact in the spring, does that help you work on that? Yeah, now most definitely, most yeah. definitely. Uh, before we even got the OTA rules, that was my big emphasis. Was in the, the day, I feel like uh, I got God given talent with great feet. Yeah, you uh, have all the speed and the quickness. Exactly, to stay with the guys. exactly, exactly. So by me understanding that, it was like, all right, why are these things happening? And why do I have this label on me? So that was my biggest thing: just remove that label through first knowledge of the game, and second, uh, understanding my body and uh, why these things were taking place. And when you went into there, do you feel like you've gotten a good handle on that yeah, now? Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's still more work to do, but definitely feel I'm way ahead than I was at the end of the season and definitely way ahead of where I was before the beginning of the season. 
how have uh, one of the young guys in the Cordo flot come along? Because he was he's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. you're right, but he's inside, he's outside. Yeah, you facts. guys are kind of in the facts. same boat, right? Yeah, nah. Uh, Flot came along a great man. Uh, he's a great guy on and off the field. Uh, he's definitely knowledgeable. You know, coming from a university of a DBU university, you know, I'm able to pick his game through observing him. You know, and he probably never had me have had me told him that in person because I always you feel we always nitpicking each other. Sure, but. Being on the mic right now, uh, I definitely observe his game a lot because he come from a coaching staff that had fluid DBs and DBs who were top tier and Hall of Fame DBs. So he got something about his game that a lot of people don't have because they wasn't being polished by these coaches. So mm-hmm. I definitely observe uh, the way he play, and he definitely uh, helped me out a lot this spring by just observing the way he uh, played catch and different uh, tools that he used. I asked the Dory this, and I'll ask you the same thing. I think the fastest way for a defense to fall apart is for there to be a lot of injuries in the secondary and yeah. balls going over the top. That's yeah. the quickest way things can go bad. <laughs> Last year, you guys had injuries. You had yeah. so many new guys filtering in and out. Mm-hmm. What is it about the way these coaches teach you guys, the guys in the room, how you hold each other accountable, that allowed you guys to just hold it together? even with all those moving pieces last year? Because I don't think I've ever seen it before to that extent, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I feel like we got to approach the mentality of nobody's going to beat us deep because nobody can run past us. And when you come with that approach, you're going to be able just to lean upon your technique and the tools and the knowledge that we're sharpening up each week through game prep and through prep through camp and OTA. So uh, when we had new guys filling it in, Coach Rome uh, was making sure that he was emphasizing what our DNA was, you know, what we stand on. And at the end of the day, each and every game, we stand on what we stand on and we're going to, uh, let it be and let the chips fall how it's supposed to fall. So uh, those who come to the, the Giants defense, they got to have an understanding that we got to approach the mentality that we ready to take on any opponent that comes our way, and we're going to constantly sharpen our tools so we put uh, our best self out there each week. Finally, you've been here a while now. You're kind mm-hmm. of a young vet, right? <laughs> What's the limit for this defense here? You've got a lot of new faces in. Yeah. You've got a lot of new guys, new guys mm-hmm. in the secondary, a new middle linebacker yeah. and, and Bobby and you a couple new big guys up front mm-hmm. too. So where can this defense take the biggest jump this year? Yeah, I truly, I truly believe the limit that we may have is the limit we place on ourselves if we get complacent and satisfied. I feel like that's the only limit that we truly have, you know, and I feel like that's the only limit in life is once you get satisfied and you get settled with wherever you're at in life, you know, you get complacent, then you limit yourself. So sure. if we stop spending time together off the field, if we stop spending time watching film together, if we stop running gashes after practice, if we stop paying attention to walkthroughs and correcting walkthroughs, you know, that's when we're going to start limiting ourselves, man. I feel like the way we built ain't going to be no limits. I feel like we got no ceiling, and I feel like a lot of players on this defense haven't reached their peak, and there's a lot of things that uh, we're going to showcase this year for sure. Can't wait to see it, Darnay. Yeah, Good likewise. stuff, my Appreciate man. You. Appreciate it. And now we're joined by Giants cornerback, Cordell Flock. Cordell, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. All right, so put put the mirror on your rookie season. What do you see when you look into it? Uh, I was actually proud, you know, regarding some of the knick-knack injuries I had. I was actually proud of how I done. And over the course of time, a lot of the stuff I learned. So, you know, rookie season is about learning. You know, you can learn, take stuff from it, and continue to improve. How tough was it trying to kind of fight through all those little things that kept popping up? Yeah, it's tough because, you know, it's an ongoing season. Every week you got to prepare for different um, teams, and every day you got to focus on yourself and getting better, taking a step closer to whatever, maybe have injury or a step closer to somewhere you want to get on the field. So it's just taking it one day at a time every time. And you're trying to learn and get better, right? Exactly. And, and when you got to focus on rehab, it's it's, it's got to be tougher to kind of do both at the mm-hmm. same time, I imagine. Right. 
yeah, it's it can be tough, but you know, this is what we get paid to do. This sure. you know top one percentile being in the league, so that's one thing we gotta handle. Now, you're also doing outside and you're doing slot. Mm-hmm. You're trying to do both. Right. What was that process trying to learn both those spots in a defense that Let's be honest. Puts a lot on the cornerback's plates. Yeah, for real. I, t- I just take it. You know, I take accountability for it. You know, it's um, it's a blessing to be able to do both of those positions, and so I just take full advantage of, it and I, you know, put the effort into learning to the playbook to wink defense to try to be the best I can be. Which one do you like better? Um, do you care? Nah, I don't really care. It's just whatever available. Which one do you think you're better at? How about that? Ooh, I say nickel. Why? More freedom. And different coverages, you know, you don't be so locked in on one thing. Maybe you can zone, maybe you can man, you can blitz, you know, so there's differences at it. And I'm, surpri- I'm honestly surprised you picked slot because it's tough. You got to tackle in slot. Yeah, like, like yeah. you're the edge player on like outside <laughs> zone. Stuff, like, yeah. like, like that's not easy. Like, I remember plays last year, I'm talking to Howard Cross, the silent reporter, and there's a guard pulling out there, yeah. and like, you're the dude. Yeah. And you got this 315 pound dude rolling at you. Yeah, like, for real. take me through that. Yeah, it's all about technique too when you're dealing with them bigger guys and you know how you avoid blocks or how you shed them. So you can't cut them anymore yeah, though. Oh, nah, you can't cut them. You gotta get out the way. <laughs> <laughs> For real. But yeah, it's kind of nerve wracking though. I know one thing you wanted to do was was put on a little bit of weight, get a little mm-hmm. stronger when you came mm-hmm. to the league. How has that process been, and, uh, and where are you at right now when I'm talking to you? Yeah, I did that. I'm at 180 now. Solid. 180, nice. Yeah. So that's one thing coming to this camp, you know, to keep it on and continue to get in shape with that weight what was that process like oh uh, it was it wasn't too difficult you know once you're in the off season you have more time to sit like you know rest let your body catch up eat more meals a lot of calories take right? in more calories so yeah it's much easier than during the season so that's that on that what are your main personal goals main personal goals uh, to be healthy during the season that's a uh, personal goal you know just so i can be able to last so i can be able to do what i want to do on the field and make a lot of plays what were you really trying to work on this off season to get better uh, like I said, my weight, my body composition, and how you know can take on injuries or hits or whatever that's coming during the season. Cordell, man, we wish you luck. Can't wait yep. to see it, man. I appreciate you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right, now we're joined by Giants defensive back Aaron Robinson. Aaron, how are you, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. All right, so you've had to obviously deal with some injuries here. Mm-hmm. What has that rehab process been like for you trying to get back on the field? Um, nothing, nothing too bad, you know. Um, you know, just coming in every day, ready to. You know, attack the day, knowing, knowing, pretty much knowing what the day is gonna look like, and um, you know what I'm up against. But our rehab's been pretty good. You know, it's coming along smooth. What's the biggest challenge? The mental part of it or the physical part of it? Definitely say the the physical part. Um, you know, mentally, I'm in a good headspace. You know, got got some good people around me in the building. Good. Um, you know, back at home. You know, um, so definitely the physical part of it is is the most challenging. Is it? trying not to go too fast is it just staying disciplined and doing your work every day what's the most challenging part of that from a physical standpoint uh just early on you know early on in the process where you know you're trying to get your range of motion back and um you know everything else you know um outside of that is it's pretty much coming along but you know the 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 movements and everything early on is is, has been the hardest part for me are you closing in? Do you do you see the light at the end of the tunnel without putting an exact time frame on it where you feel pretty good about, all right, I think I'll be able to help contribute at some point this season? Yeah, you know, it's definitely always light at the end of the tunnel. You know, you just you just staying down, you know, um, you know, attacking the day every day, you know, ready ready to get to it. What are your major goals for twenty twenty three? Uh shit. 
most importantly right now is is, is to get back healthy um, and, and to stay healthy, to be able to contribute. Do you have a really good feel for, for what your role is going to be once you are on the field, given how you so kind of saw how this scheme works and how they'd want to use you in it last year? Um, Not not really thinking about it too much, you know, just, just being where my feet is, um, you know, attacking rehab every day, trying to, trying to get back healthy. All right, man, we look forward to seeing you out there, Aaron. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Giants fans love a winner. It's why they love Citizens. Named a 2022 Best Bank in the U.S. by The Banker. As the official bank of the Giants and sponsor of the Giants Huddle, Citizens is made ready for fans of Big Blue. Learn more at citizensbank.com. You love turf. You're good at it. So you start a turf biz. Business grows. Your savings grow. Become the most celebrated name in turf. Are you ready for all that life brings? All right, now we're joined by Giants rookie cornerback, Trey Hawkins. Trey, how are you, man? I'm well. How you doing? I'm doing nice to meet you. How has uh, the reality of being in the NFL met your kind of childhood dreams and expectations of playing in the league for the first six weeks you've been here? Man, it's a blessing, man. Um, as a child, you don't see really um, – you don't see what it takes being here, as in um, you don't see what all NFL players have to do. But um, it's most definitely a blessing just being here and just getting this whole experience and just living with it. So what has it been like trying to learn Wink's defense and, and figure out what he's asking of you as a cornerback? Um, it's been a process. It's a roller coaster, just like every rookie coming in. Um, it's you have good days, you have bad days, just trying to keep my head up and um, continue to go to the next day and next play and continue to stay in the playbook also. But as I say, it's been a roller coaster, ups and downs, but majority I'm loving the uh, process of it. It seems like given your, your skill set, though, what this defense wants their outside corners to do, it kind of matches your skill set, right? Most definitely. Why? Because um, I feel like mm, just being a tall, just being a tall, long, physical corner, you're able to play. Uh, I'm able to play press, and I think Winks likes that. Wink like that. Winks, Wink likes that. Why do you like to play press? It's just the um, it's just the competitiveness about it. Um, when I'm getting when I'm in somebody's face, I just don't believe they're better than me. It's like you got to kind of beat me off rip. You can't like set me up. You can set me up, but it's it's gonna be hard to when I'm dead in your face. You gotta you gotta get to your route faster than what you think you have to. Now, unfortunately, in the spring, you can't really play that way yet, right? Because there's no pads on. You can't yeah. bump. You gotta have hands off and everything like that. So, how has it been like uh, having to play without getting the benefit of being able to get your hands on the receiver at the line of scrimmage in the spring? Um, I look at it more as an opportunity, um, yep. playing with my feet more. Um, some days I'm going to have to do I'm not going to be able to play with hands every day. I feel like you got to use your, heat, your feet before your hands. So just playing with my feet more, learning how to play with my feet, and it's kind of been helping me. It's, I feel like it's going to improve my game in the long run. So you got some speed on that wide receiver room, right? Most so definitely. What, what's been the difference so far between guarding the wide receivers here at the Giants and what you did back at Old Dominion? Um, I'll say overall, kind of everything. Um, you can see guys more talented at the Giants. You can see guys more experienced, guys who uh, do things that you never seen at a at a different level. Like just as in the edu- the IQ of the football game, the IQ of playing receiver. Like they release different. They'll sure. they'll do different moves on you that you never seen before. So it's just mainly the experience of everything. They're more experienced. What have you been able to learn from Jerome Henderson in, in, in your short time with him? What have I been able to learn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, basically just the defense and being able to uh, play corner the Giants way. Um, he's a good coach and uh, he was a great player. Well, he's a great coach, player, and a man. Um, 
he's been teaching me how to be a better football player and a better man also. And I and I appreciate um, Coach Rome. All right, finally, what are your individual goals? You don't have to give me numbers or anything like that, but what are some of the things you want to accomplish and show the coaching staff as a rookie when you get back there on the field in August to get ready for the regular season? You said, what am I? Um, what yeah. do I want to show them in August? Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to show them that they're um, they're getting a competitor, a player that's a player that's just ready to um, imp- help help impact the team any way as possible. If that's on special teams, if that's on defense, anyway, any any way possible. I just want to help the team win. How much special team experience do you have from your time in, in college and high school? Um, I I have I have a, I have a little bit. Punt and kick coverage, or yeah, I I really kind of did everything. But um, coming from ODU, you don't um, I wasn't playing special teams a lot because I was playing majority of the game. Sure, but um, I'm a football player. <laughs> it won't be nothing to learn. Hey, especially if you don't mind being physical. If you don't mind being physical and you're fast, you can play special teams, right? Most definitely. Trey, good stuff, man. Nice meeting you. Yes, Best sir. luck this offseason. Nice to meet you too. We're joined by Giants first round pick, rookie cornerback, Deontay Banks. Yes, Deontay, sir. How are you, man? How are you doing? I'm good. So how has it been now that you've kind of been in the building since you've been drafted? You know, all, all the guys that get drafted, you dream about being in the NFL forever. For sure. So how was the reality matched, kind of what your expectations were before you started this journey in the NFL? Um, I wanna say I really had no expectations because like I ain't never did this before, but it's been a real like enjoyable moment. Like it's everything I expected it to be. It's really everything I dreamed of it to be. So I'm loving it here. That's yeah. awesome. Now, you went back and you got your degree. You got your yes, diploma. Sir. Yes, sir. Why was that so important for you? Um, I really wanted to do it because I wanted my grandmother to see me do it. Like, that's for me. It was a real big inspiration for my grandmother because she's from me. She ain't had no grandchild that has graduated college. So I wanted to do it for my grandmother. That's awesome, man. So- also my mother, too, but. I mean, but I wanted to do it for my grandmother for sure. I got you. So we were talking to your head coach, Mike Loxley from Maryland, and – we asked him about you, and he goes, you know you know what I do? I tell all the new kids about not getting into trouble, and I say, go look at Deontay Banks. Right. He is always where he's supposed to be. Yes, he sir. does what he's got to do. Yes, sir. He does his work. I don't. He, he comes back, and I see him in study hall after he gets drafted in the NFL, nah, getting ready for, for his test to graduate. Yes, sir. What is it about you that kind of has you operating that way? Why is it important for you to, to just be that way? Um, I don't know. I just feel like I was, I was made that way. Like I feel like that's what my parents installed into me, like. I don't know. I just always been a, don't you feel me? Just finish what you started. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna do it, finish it. So I've been trying to finish everything. I think that's a good way to look at things. And you're used to finishing plays on the football field too. Yes, if you watch your corner. So just just tell me about your mindset and approach at corner that you think maybe sets you apart from other people that play your position. Um, I feel like, uh, like to me, like I'm just a real more aggressive type dude. Like I wanna and I wanna like I wanna play man. Like that's just what I wanna do. And that's just like I feel like. As a corner, if you don't really, if you don't want to, I mean, you don't know, I don't think you're in the right position. So, I just feel like I always want to play. You know what I'm saying? I want to be physical with you. So, that's what I feel like. That's what separates me. It was funny, and, and talking to your head coach, we were asking him about that, and he said, "Well, you know, the first couple of years we played zone, like we played like yeah. cover two. And yeah, is that one of the reasons why maybe you <laughs> popped a little bit later maybe, in your career? Maybe, maybe, yeah, I think so. You're like, I'm born to play, man. Yes. I, I mean, I'll play zone. I'll do what they want me to do. Obviously, yeah. but this isn't my thing necessarily. Nah, not my thing. I like playing man. I love playing man. I like sitting pressure. I like blitzing." So when the draft was going on, and I'm sure you met with the Giants, you talked to Wink, you were here, you were on one of the 30 visits, uh-huh. right? And you know how the Giants want to play. Right. Were you sitting there like, don't pick me. I, I want to get to the Giants. I want to play. Because that you knew that yes. scheme was going to fit exactly 100%, what you wanted to do. 100%. That's exactly what I want to do. This, and it fit me. So it's like, 
I just magically popped into the right place for me, like, no cow. Now, unfortunately, in the spring, you can't put hands on people. Right. Which I'm sure is not fun for you. Not at that's all. not the way you want to play. Not at all. So are you excited to kind of come back here yes. at the end of July when the pet pads come on and it's kind of real football? Extremely, like, extremely excited because, like, it's a whole different tail out there when we got pads on. So I'm, I'm really just ready for it. I'm, I, hope it I wish it start tomorrow because I'm too ready for it, but we got to wait till the end of July. How much pride do you take in the tackling part of it? You're talking about putting hands on people like bump and run, but how about the whole tackling part of it, which which is a lot of corners, you know, they, they aren't down with that necessarily, sure. but if uh, I watch your tape. I, you know I like tackling. I know that's not a problem for you. Oh, um, man. I don't really try to – I don't do the whole missing tackle. I feel like missing tackles is like somebody, like, taking your money or something. Like, why you – you feel me? Let somebody get past you. So I don't really try to miss tackles. I'm really trying to – and I'm trying to hit you. So, like, my whole thing is just to be aggressive out there. I want to – you feel me? I want to set the tone out there. Absolutely. So I, I, here's my final question then. They run a little pin and pull around the outside, yeah. a little sweep. You have either the tackle or the guard right. breathing down on you. Yeah. You can't cut now. Nah, no, uh -uh. corners used to cut, we right? We're setting the edge. You can't cut anymore. So we set the edge, for sure. How are you setting the edge against that 315-pound Near leg, near shoulder, and I'm going to hold them off. You're going to see it because it's going to come. Oh, it's going to come. So you're going to see it. going to run at you. You're going to see it. So you're going to see it. All right, uh, final, finally, what are your – Goals, Deontay, for your rookie year. What do you uh, want to put out there? Goals. I just want to be a big. I just want to be a big, a big, a big part of our defense. That's all I want to be. Just a big part of our defense. I hope that they for me. Get us to start winning. Get us winning. Can't wait to see it, Deontay. Yes, Welcome sir. aboard, man. Appreciate nice to meet you. Thank Can't wait to see you in the field. Thank you for joining us for the cornerbacks episode of the Giants Little Podcast. I had fun talking Deontay Banks. You know, I think I got him to give some longer answers. I think he's better one on one than in a crowd. And I just had fun getting to know a little bit and talking to him. You know, Trey Hawkins, another guy, he has some confidence as a rookie. Cordell Flott, we found out he got up to 180. A lot of good stuff from him. Darnay Holmes talking about how he tried to practice on using his hands less in the slot this year. Uh, that's very important. He got flagged more than any other giant last year for penalties. And then new arrival, Amani Oruariwe, who, you know, he really thinks he can kind of help the Giants uh, as an outside corner, and he really fits the scheme Wink Martindale has in store. Thank you so much for being with us in the Giants Little Podcast. We'll see you next time.